Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. everyone and happy new year i'm danny pellegrino welcome to a very merry iconic podcast with me danny and me jenna hi hi danny happy almost 2023 oh let's do it i'm ready is that the year we're getting on the ghost of christmas yet to come do you feel like these past few years are a blur i do numbers seems weird to me i do like if you could ask me like what did you do in 2021 i would i don't know if i could tell you yeah and i feel like it was just yesterday (laughs) that we were recording our first episode of this podcast. Now we're f- over four seasons in now. Yeah. Next year's gonna be season five. We're gonna have to step it up. Do something. What's the what's oh the gosh. anniversary gift for number five? Is it like Oh, paper is it five golden rings? <gasps> we'll have to get yeah. into the rings. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do that. Uh Jenna, this holiday season, is there anything memorable that you want to highlight that you really enjoyed this holiday season? Like is there one thing that sticks out when you look on holiday season twenty twenty two? Is it is there one image or what pops in your mind first thing? Uh, for me, I guess while yeah. you think about that, I, yeah. I'll just say for this year, for me, it was all about the vintage reindeer, which I think mm. maybe I had brought this up before. But yep. I know that's what this year symbolized for me because I found a vintage reindeer very early on at a Marshall's in Ohio. Oh, I and I thought that's going to be my look of the season. And so I bought a bunch of vintage reindeer that Matt does not want around the house. <laughs> <laughs> and i really leaned in so that's what it will remember most for me and my parents first thanksgiving at our house oh yeah oh that's so sweet what about you um i i would think i'll remember this christmas as the first time i made eggplant parmesan (gasps) like a real interesting sicilian recipe sicilian grandma's recipe that i i made and it was incredible yeah incredible i love holidays are the only time i ever bake I get really into anything with like a dish and a lid. That's it. Once a year. And I lean in yeah. to quote the feminist book by someone I don't remember. But. Was it? Yeah. Um, I, we made um, lasagna for Christmas Day. We did yeah. a Joy Behar lasagna recipe. I love Oh, lasagna. yeah. You love Joy. Uh, we're not at New Year's Eve yet. We're sort of in that weird in-between time right now. The in-between time cracks me up, by the way. Oh, it's it both, so weird. You and I both also last year at this time had COVID. I know. <laughs> we I know. Both, we both got it. Last year at this time, <laughs> we got COVID. My car got repoed. Yes, it was like right. the worst week of my whole life. You had like downtown to like a 
tow truck yard. Yeah, they took my car, I, and it was rain. Remember, it was so it rainy. Was everywhere. So cold. It was the worst thing. Ever. COVID Christmas. And but now was, we're yeah. thriving. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> Wait, so I want to bring up. So New Year's Eve is obviously that weird day where I feel like there's so much pressure to do something and do something crazy and special and fun. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that. Yeah. But, oh yeah. Um. So I saw this uh, this thing in Women's Day. Which, why mm. am I reading Women's Day? Why not? That's yeah. I oh, I love Women's that. Day. Um, but they had WDD. all these ideas for how to say hello to 2023. And I thought I'd just read this list, A, as a way for us to um, just, re- if you're out there looking for something to do, maybe this will spark something within you. Yes. And I'm saying it to myself as well, because we don't have any official plans for New Year's Eve, and we don't normally. No. Uh, but uh, here is the list. You ready? You ready. Okay. Well, first of all, what would you be your number one thing on a list for alternative things to do on New Year's Eve? Like, what would you say? Let's just do that first. Oh, I always, my brother and I would order Papa Murphy's pizza and watch three movies. Any specific movies or? Oh, usually like, like, um, oh, something really kind of, kind of raunchy. Okay. Even though my brother, we would like get like Bad Santa, <laughs> oh, okay. like, you know what I mean? Or, um, Eight Crazy Nights. We'd get oh, like those one. like kind yeah, of. Yeah. Rated R Christmas movies. Like frat house kind of humor. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Frat house, yeah. So number one on this list is to set mini resolutions for the coming year. Are you? We've yes, talked about resolutions. Are you going to do... Would you do that on New Year's Eve? I do. My best friend Jackie and I, who you know Jackie, yeah. we went to the 90210 pop-up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Since high school, hey, Jack. we meet... Every, what's up, Jackie? Um, we meet every either New Year's Eve or the week before, and we write out physically on a piece of paper, and then we seal it in a manila envelope, and she hangs on to it because she's a lawyer, so... Oh, she's got documents. It, yeah. yeah. Um, we've been doing it since the early 2000s. I love that. Yeah. What about you? Do you do resolutions? No, that sparked though in me. Did you ever see that um, Nickelodeon did the, um, they did the, what do you call that? The, oh God, why can't I think of the word? We oh, need? time capsule? Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we would crush it at charades, by the way. Oh my God. Yeah. I just thought, yeah. but time capsule, I love time yeah. capsules. And that sort of reminds, that feels yes. like a time capsule yes. thing. And I yeah. love a time capsule. Me I was too. since I was a kid. And there's a Nickelodeon time capsule that's going to be open in like 10 or 20 years oh or something God. from our childhood. Oh my God. By the way, you're drinking wine right now. And I just have to point out mm-hmm. that the wine cork fell in yeah. the bottle, which is so <laughs> trashy here, but it is what it is. Yeah. But I assumed because you're Italian, I was like, oh, Italians must just shove the cork in white wine. <laughs> yeah, Jenna Because it's like, I was like, is this one of your like heritage moments? Listeners, yeah. Jenna came here and I gave her some wine and the cork was in the bottle. And she's like, oh, is this a way to like preserve it? And I was like, no, the cork just fell in. I was like, let's record. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So number two is, uh, this is a tradition that is in some Latin American cultures to walk around the neighborhood with a suitcase. Have you ever heard this? No, it's to and manifest- I married someone from Latin America. Oh, did wait, that one? Time, was, remember my first husband? He was from Latin America. Yeah, I know. yeah um, he. That's a way to manifest travel and adventure in the year ahead. Wait, they walk around with an empty suitcase to manifest travel. It says you can also walk in and out of your front door a number of times while rolling one, um, while rolling a suitcase. It's a while rolling one, and I was like, what, like, <laughs> like a wee, a joint? <laughs> it says to uh, symbolize how often you want to travel to uh, or place. Um, yeah. To travel. Interesting. Okay, what's the next one? I'm going to do that this year. This is year. funny. Because I want to do travel. Yeah. Oh, I know. Me too. I would like, Um, when I can't sleep, I look at pictures of Greece. Because oh, I went there right before be the pandemic to like Athens and Mykonos. Oh, Greece is beautiful. I feel like I've never been anywhere, Jenna. I need to go places. I just, we just didn't have we any money to go anywhere. We could record from Iceland. 
Okay, There's mineral pools and like all these. Things. If anyone out there is doing uh, tourism in Iceland, give us a call. We'll do yes. a live show there. <gasps> we will do an absolute live show in Iceland. Oh my god! Let's do a live show. Find the lessons in 2022 is number three <laughs> on the list. So take uh, take stock of what challenges you faced this year. What was your biggest challenge this year? Do you think? Oh, my biggest challenge was probably well, I took on a new role as in a day job. You know, after just writing from home during the pandemic writing movies from home. I got a job at the most famous, probably restaurant in the world. Yeah, Luzon Luzon Frank. And I think and that's been- an adjustment too, because not only are you going in, getting into a new area or Field. industry, yeah. but also doing it post pandemic when things were you know, getting back into the world is a challenge anyway. Yeah. And it's been so fun. It's so fun. It I is like that. being a part of like a huge family. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Biggest challenge? I think just a work managing work stuff. I think was this was hard this year of like I am really happy with how work stuff's going and has gone, but it was just um everything got amped up a little bit, and I don't think I was ready for the schedule of it all. Because totally. and, and as you know from this industry, it's like there are a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things that are kind of behind the scenes that you're working yes. on that maybe some people will never see, and that you put so much time and effort and stuff into. Yes, and I that's really hard. And sometimes it's hard to explain to people that you're so busy working all the time, but it's usually because of things that maybe won't manifest or be seen in the public for years years and years. Yeah. So that was hard, but also it was a really exciting, I mean, I feel really grateful this year was amazing. My book came out and that was so exciting. Um, Number four is to take a virtual class to learn something new. Have you done any of these virtual classes? Oh, I've done masterclass. Oh, which one? Which I liked. I've done a couple. I did Judd Apatow's. Screenwriting one, um, and I, I did another one. I watched Mariah Carey's, but I didn't. Oh, <laughs> awesome! I didn't really like learn how to do anything. Yeah, because I, mean, I can't sing. What was it about? Singing. Oh, cool! I'm <laughs> <laughs> That's so I funny. I'm oh, I cannot sing either. Yeah. Um, but do we you can carry. Wish you could. I do. Yes, I do. I think that's why. But if I could, I would be too threatening. Oh, like can you imagine me yeah. as a singer? Oh yeah, yeah. You They'd be like, no, I'd be unlikable. No, I don't think so. What do you, wait, why do you think? Wait, I'm no wait. Why do you think you'd be unlikable? Because I'm too, I'm too cool. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'd be like, oh, too, you'd be too talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah be too for talented sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, Can't okay. wait to see the comments on this. <laughs> like I, that, you know, that dumb bitch. Yeah, I don't read the comments for my other show because it's oh. too intense. But I do read the comments for the holiday podcast, and they're all everyone's really nice to us. Yeah, mostly. I've only seen that. I've only seen a couple, and I'm like, I look for like a second, and then I turn away. That's why I have a private Instagram because, like, that's the other thing too. I mean, I would love to be able to sing because, not for any public reason. Don't you wish you could serenade someone? Oh yeah, I wish. Well, I do that anyway, but Matt doesn't like it. Oh, I love that. (laughs) That's so sweet. I mean, I by serenade, I mean like. We have these songs. I don't know if you do. What's this. your guys? What's your your and Matt's song? Do you have a song? <laughs> Wait, there is Matt actually does this more than I do, but he makes up songs, like improvises songs around the house. I do that all the time. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I have this one where um, it's like get in the mail now. You know, like that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't necessarily like serenading, but these are songs that play around our house. Yeah. From us vocally. And then Matt has this one when he, so one of my favorite meals is like a really trashy comfort food meal. We call it cheesy chicken. And it's right. Yes. It's chicken, like baked chicken, rice aroni, the chicken mm. rice aroni, and then cheese all mixed together. Yeah. 
So um, he made up the song. It's like, ooh, cheesy chicken, don't you like what you see? Won't you come over, cheesy chicken, don't you have a cheesy chicken? I'm getting the, he knows the lyrics better than I do. But that's the like vibe. And it's a take off some other song, but it's like, ooh, cheesy chicken, don't you like what you see? <laughs> and so we sing that all the time. Even when there's no cheesy chicken being made, that's like a song that I feel like plays in our house. I love that. I've never told anyone that before. That's amazing. Like, ooh, cheesy chicken, don't ooh, you cheesy like? Chicken, you don't see? you like? See, won't you come over, cheesy chicken? Oh, I think it's a it's a take on the Beyonce song. Check on it. That's the beat. Oh, okay. In case people were wondering, I dig. I dig that. Yeah, but in terms of like other people's songs, I the song that reminds me of Matt is um, Mariah Carey's "Forever," which is like a mm. actually like a breakup ballad, but it played one of our first dates. We were in our friend's car in the backseat of their car when we were first dating and yeah. listening to that song. Uh, anyway, okay. Um, so manifesting your goals. What's your number one goal for next year? Oh, I want to buy a house. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and um, then, yeah, 2023. Like That's going to be the year. That's, that's crazy, 2023. It's weird. That's crazy. Um, I think for my goal, I want to get something produced, like script produced. Cool. Like movie. Get a movie I feel made. like I got all these scripts in various stages, and I'm like, I just want one of them to get going. Um, okay, so then number six is to have an early outdoor celebration. That's stupid. Number seven is watch a New Year's Eve theme movie. And I'm assuming what they mean is New Year's Eve. Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Which we covered a couple of seasons ago. Listen. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite episodes, our New Year's Eve one. Ever. Yeah. Oh God, so good. Um, okay, yeah, you definitely should watch that. It's also, of course, When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Uh, About Time is a classic that I love with Rachel yeah. McAdams. That yeah. opens with New Year's. Maybe, I mean... I mean, throw it out there. You and I should write a New Year's movie. We should. We should. We should. We got to do that. We got to do that. Okay. And well, can we make it like Gary Marshall's where we just have like a million roles? Yeah. Yeah. There's cameos galore.com. What's so funny is, and I think maybe you were the one who told me this, but with like the Hallmark movies and stuff, because those are made really quickly on a lower. Yes. You know, they don't have a budget for a hundred extras like they would a Will Ferrell movie. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because if you look at something like New Year's Eve, there's a hundred million speaking parts and they're all filled with like well-known people. So just the casting salaries must have been so outrageous for that movie. Outrageous. 80 million. You're like, that's why that movie costs so much. And don't, I correct me if I'm wrong, but most holiday TV movies, you have to limit the amount of speaking roles, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's usually eight to 10 principles. And then there's a thing called like five under five, which five characters can speak five lines or less. Oh my God. I know. I only know this because it's my, yeah. you know, yeah, but I yeah, love like that. you have to write so many side characters so anytime you see a character in a movie speak less than five lines on TV. Yeah. Okay. They're a day player. Interesting. I and it. I respect day players. Uh, number eight is to spend the day adventuring, which I don't know. I kind of tend to get into like a, <laughs> this isn't a good thing to say on a podcast. We're supposed to be laughing, but into a depression state at the end of the holiday. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you hibernate. Yeah. The adventure is not for Jan one. And I'm like, no, Jan you hibernate in a cave. We're like loaded with peppermint bark and regret. Like we are not filled with, uh, the, the hood spot to go outside and do an adventure hike. No. And like, I, I love, have you ever done the spirit animal quiz? No. I'll have to send you one because I bet I would be curious if I know who you are. Interesting. There's something cool like a swan. Could it be like a Muppet? Is that count? Maybe. Okay. Because like I, I've done spirit, spirit animal quizzes over the years and I'm a bear. Oh, Hardcore. I, okay. Um, which anyone who knows me, 
you know, she shout out Dr. Dr. Doshi. Um, but I, I'm like, I love to hibernate in the winter, but it's a very natural thing for people who create. If you create a lot, you have to hibernate. Oh, and so like on new year's, I remember like, all you want to do is stay in Yeah, is because I think we are biologically wired to just kind of hunker down, weather it out because also not to bring up something really messed up, but like van life is not safe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I noticed recently it's been something I've taken stock of in my own life is that when I'm out and about in public and like doing the socializing thing, I feel like I'm really, I'm good and like I'm on my toes and I try to be sociable and all those things. Mm -hmm. But then I, I conversely need then that time to hibernate to like re-energize the juices. I don't feel like I'm good at being in like the middle ground. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I, I have to retreat and like lock the door and whatever. Yeah. I lay in the dark in a flat, in a flat state with my pets just to, yeah. Yeah. Go to like an equilibrium yeah. because I think, but I feel like even more now, like post pandemic, yeah. yeah. you know, cause we all learned. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number nine. <laughs> yeah. Back up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, that's just a reason as we get older and as we, uh, the word endure is a terrible word, but like as we go through more holiday seasons, it's like taking stock of what we're grateful for. Like yeah. I'm so grateful for my family, my friends. Yeah. I'm grateful that I have, creative work. Uh, you know what I just read? Like it was one of those Instagram, like inspirational photos mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to get it wrong, but it said something like at the end of your life, if you, if you knew you had f- 15 Christmases left, let's say, yeah, wouldn't you do them different? But you kind of don't think them in like that way, or at least I don't, you know, if I knew I had a f- uh, 10 more Valentine's days or whatever it was, mm. birthdays, if you knew that exact number, you would treat those days differently. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Anyway, number nine is dress to the nines. Which I love to Would do. you dress to the nines if it was, if you're home alone, let's say on New Year's Eve, <gasps> would you dress to the nines? Oh, you know what? Traditionally, no. I'm a cozy, I'm a cozy yeah. Cameron Diaz in the bed, night one at yeah, you know, on Iris's holiday, cottage. Yeah. That's how I look pretty much every night of my life. Yeah. But I love playing dress up. 
And I and sometimes I put on my prom dress. I and like the sweater like, you're wearing right now. Isn't it cute? Yeah, it's very yeah. cute. It's very like the Grinch, you know, the Grinch mm-hmm. color. Um, but I love playing dress up. I grew Grinch up playing part that. four coming next season. <laughs> exactly. I'll wear this. But like I'll put on like my silk gloves and like grandma's fur coat. And I sometimes like love playing dress up. Because mm. I did that growing up. We had a dress up trunk. A dedicated trunk of costumes and props, which cue to where we met, Groundlings, yeah. you know. I still got a wig in my closet. I got all my wigs in the yeah. box. But, you know, I I did dressing up, but being home by nine o'clock. Yeah. But what about you? Uh, no, I'm, I'm a pajama person. Yeah. And it's actually sick this time of year because I wear basically what I'm wearing now, but like always just pajama bottoms. And a lot of my pajama bottoms are like Christmassy or like plaid or they look very not to go out of the house with. And when I run to the store, I'll just run to the store like that. And sometimes I think like, wow, I look really awful. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. But I don't care, but I do it anyway. And because it's like, who wants to go change in a new pair of pants or put jeans on or something? If I'm wearing plaid uh, pajama bottoms, that's when I'm wearing to Whole Foods. Yes. Okay. Number 10, we're almost through the list. Uh, Call a loved one. I think that's great advice. Anytime you call a loved one, call a loved one. Yes. Uh, Watch the ball drop. I think that actually is what usually sends me over the edge is like into depression is like the fall, watching the ball drop. Cause something about that symbolism and stuff. Yeah. I feel like I could be a little sad on New Year's Eve. And then when the ball drops, I'm like, Oh, yeah. this is depressing. I remember when I moved, I was living in New York and there for New Year's Eve, it was 17 degrees out every, every New Year's Eve. And people there would put up gates around Times Square. It was like a whole shenanigan. And, I never wanted to watch the ball drop in person because yeah, you're freezing. Like a clusterfuck. Yeah, it sounds like it. I really want to go. So, uh, did I tell you they invited me to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Because I'm what? obsessed with the Macy's yes. Thanksgiving Day Parade. But they invited me like two days before. My parents were already here for Thanksgiving. So I couldn't go. And it was just tickets to like go there. So it wasn't to do anything. But anyway, I was like, I'm taking I, the person, the guy who reached out to me, I was like, I'm taking you up on the next year because it's my dream to go to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. But I also think it would be too stressful for me. It's because it's so early. It's early and crowded. Yeah, it's early and crowded. The night to go or is the night before. You know, I get because, scared about where to pee. Oh, totally. Yeah, because you can't. But like they blow up the balloons the night before around the Natural History Museum on oh, the Upper so West Side. And so, yeah, if you go up to like Central Park West, any, anywhere between like 84 and 90, all the balloons are there being blown up. And so everyone all the like the locals go there because you watch them get blown up which is hilarious i mean my dream ultimate goal is to host that so that oh it'll happen i could just talk about the floats like all i want is (gasps) to hear about the floats danny you're so gonna do that somebody needs to let (gasps) who do you want you and kelly oh my god kelly ripa oh i I love love her i love her too i love that i mean i'd really it would be the dream come true kelly always hosts the uh um, Disney Christmas Day Parade, and sometimes I fall into YouTube spirals where I watch old ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On YouTube. Um, okay, so I love her. I, I met her that. when I went to New York when her and Michael Strahan were hosting. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And Laura was on it, and she could not be <gasps> lovelier. Wait, I didn't tell you this. Yeah. Um. So apparently, last year or the year before, on this podcast, I had said I had a dream that I interviewed Kelly Ripa. And then I, I had her on my show, on my other show, a couple of weeks ago, or uh, yeah, about a month ago now. And somebody sent me the clip from this holiday podcast no. of me saying I had a dream to you. I was telling you the story. I had a dream um, 
that I interviewed her. And so everything <laughs> comes full circle. So I, I guess does. what I'm saying is that everything we say in this podcast will come true. We're secreting it <laughs> into existence. So I'm secreting that, yes, I'm going to be hosting Macy's Danny, I can Parade. 100% see that. That actually makes more oh. sense to me than a lot of things. Let's all you hosting the parade. You would be such a great host. Thank you. Well, maybe one of these years somebody can find this clip and send it to him and send it to me if I'm hosting. Oh my god, yeah. it'd be a dream come true. I just yeah. love the craziness of that parade. I just love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. I okay. do too. Um, I like five. that. I don't like my percentage of identifying the balloons is like less than fifty percent. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't know who that is. You know, <laughs> especially now they're all new people. Oh, yeah, they're like Pokemon characters. I'm like, I don't know. I don't I'm know. most fascinated by the people doing the performances on the float because they're just singing <gasps> alongside like, uh, you know, people in costumes and people dressed as ovens and uh, yeah. Nikki Blonsky on the Amica insurance float. And it's like crazy pairings. It doesn't make no fucking sense. I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, number 13 is to declutter your house, which I think. Yeah. Great. Declutter, declutter your house. I do that pretty often. Yeah. I'm one of those like every season I do a deep dive. Oh, that's good. Do you do it with clothes? Like you get rid of clothes. Mm, yeah. I need to be better about that. Yeah. Um, okay. So some of these other are pretty bla- basic. The one last one I want to talk about is number 17, plan a fancy dinner. I think this is the most important thing to do on a New Year's Eve. I think get some good food, a good charcuterie plate. Mm-hmm. That's what's spot. Yeah. Some good wine. Yeah. Good wine. Like you got some, how is that wine you you're know? drinking? It's delicious. It's got a cork in it. Cause <laughs> does it take Woodsy? And the QR2D2 white supper. And oh, yeah. Matt's okay. a big you're Star Wars guy. So into a, have a merry, very merry iconic Christmas. Yeah, we sell wine glasses at everything iconic dot store, so go buy them. There you go. Which I love this. You know, they're good quality wine glasses too, because uh, we wanted to make sure that we weren't selling like cheap shit. We should do a fancy wine dinner, but a thing I do love about New Year's is like the idea that you get to restart. Mm-hmm. Where I mean, not to go all you know Pinot Grigio. Yeah, well, go ahead. on you, but like. You can restart anytime, but I dig, I dig resolutions in just in general. Like I like saying out loud, like you said, like you you said out loud on this podcast, you want to interview Kelly Ripa and you did like, just say, just say shit out loud. Yeah. Who cares? I guess I don't think of resolutions that way. And I should, because I think it is sort of similar to that whole secreting things into existence because you do on some level have to be convinced yourself that something, I mean, it's that law of attraction kind of stuff. Yeah. And so maybe in, I need to rethink uh, New Year's Eve resolutions because that's essentially what it is. Mm-hmm. So we all need to go forth yeah. and, uh, you know, have a happy New Year. Yeah. And I, I hope everyone out there has a happy New Year. One of the things that I've really been thinking about a lot lately is how this whole idea of traditions. And I know I'm someone who gets caught up in traditions. So if I, if, um, when I was a kid, I, let's say, watched Home Alone mm-hmm. one Christmas, then I feel like I have to watch it every season. That's largely a lot of what this podcast came from is like recapping these movies that we watch year after year after year. And a lot of the movies, I feel like it become a tradition that I become forced to recognize, or we all have those ornaments that you feel like you have to put on the tree every year. Mm-hmm. And then you feel guilty if the tradition doesn't happen. And one of the things I've been thinking about is trying to let go of the idea that just because something was a tradition for three years of your life doesn't mean it always has to be. Whether that be putting an ornament on the tree or seeing someone or doing a particular activity or something. Or cooking a dish you don't like. Yeah, you can always yeah. change those traditions, yes. change course, don't feel guilty, and let go of that sort of stress or guilt to feel like you have to do that. Because some traditions are meant to last a lifetime, but some are meant to last for three years, and that's okay to move on and change course. So that's something I'm saying as a reminder myself, because... I've just been thinking about that. Like, just because I did this thing doesn't mean I have to. And I don't know. Yeah. You're right, though, because we, 
attach significance to stuff. We get so addicted but, to that. Yeah. Idea. But we're at this like kind of interesting time in our lives and probably everyone is where it's like, you can actually just choose like, Oh, do I play cards against humanity with my immediate family? Yes. You know, and it's hilarious. Or what do I want to make? You know, it's yeah. in, you don't, I mean, grandma's stuffing is amazing. Yes. But you can always make new things. Yeah. And it's okay. And it's make okay. it normal. I, it's normal. The other thing too, is this time of year, we feel like we have to visit certain family members or we have to see this person or that person. And, you have I, to get a real tree or you have to get yeah, a whatever. Whatever it is. And you don't have to do any of those things. Let go of that idea that you have to do it because other, you're going to drive yourself fucking nuts. Yeah. And some, I, maybe we talked about this on the show, but my mom's advice for relationships is that uh, if in a long-term relationship, there's going to be good years and bad years, just want to make sure that the good years outweigh the bad. That's mm-hmm. the goal, right? Is like the math works out so that there's more good than bad. And I think that's the same for holidays too. We put so much pressure for every holiday to be perfect, but there are going to be years where you're alone on a new year's Eve mm-hmm. or when you're alone on Christmas or mm-hmm. whatever. And there's going to be other years where you're in a relationship or you're with a great friend or whatever. But you know, in the end, there's going to be some good and bad in all of them. You just hope that you have more good than bad of the holidays, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There and then they go. stack up. Because yeah. like even, like I realized. We got so emo in this one. <laughs> I know, right? We got so emo. Well, like also I like, I'm so lucky I got to see you and Matt last Christmas yeah. day, which yeah. was amazing. And then we both got COVID. Anyway, I hope everyone out there has a good New Year's and just celebrates yeah. the season and finds some laughs. And- yeah. And no pressure to stay up till midnight. No, if you can go to bed at 930, you should, which <laughs> take, I will be doing. Take some NyQuil and go to bed. Yeah. I'm eating melatonin gummies and like, good night, everybody. I've been having problems with the, uh, I took NyQuil recently, Oof. like two nights in a row. And it gives me, I can't take NyQuil. It gives me too much of a like NyQuil hangover. Yeah. NyQuil yeah. is so nice. Do you do Z-Quil? I have, but if I feel the same way. It gives me that like groggy feeling the next day. I hate the groggy feeling. Oh, I wake up feeling great. Sequel, please sponsor us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sequel. We love no, you. Okay. We no, love you're right. It is the, it is the grog. Yeah. Um, but also we got a little bit of rain here. Yeah, I love the rain. I love the rain. Me too. Uh, Jenna, I, I love you so much. And I love we're going to try to be back this, um, before February next holiday for season. Magic but just in the off chance we don't get to it, we will be back for season five next holiday season. Oh, yeah. For sure. Jenna's oh, yeah. going to be having a new holiday movie that will yeah! be airing. We'll let a you perfect know Christmas pairing. And we will be covering it for sure. We're so excited. And we'll get, we'll get Ansley Gordon, Chris Connell. We'll get all the, in the movie. actors on. Yeah. We'll we're get the get leads on. The, we're going to get them in. I'm going to be having a holiday book released next year. I'm very excited about <laughs> which hopefully I can share more soon. So exciting. Uh, and then uh, in the meantime, just find us on social media at Danny Pellegrino. Jenna is where? At Jenna.Brister. Yes. And check out my other podcast. It's called uh, Everything Iconic. And uh, you can find all of our updates for the holiday podcast on Instagram at A Very Merry Iconic Podcast. But for now, we bid you adieu. Happy 2023. We'll be back when we can. And we love you so much. I love you, Jenna. Happy New Year. Happy I love Christmas, you, Danny. Happy Christmas. Bye, everyone. Happy New Year. Bye, guys.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thank you.